This is episode 598 of the AWS podcast, released on June 26, 2023. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Podcast. Simon Leach here with you. Great to have you back. I'm joined by both of my amazing co-hosts. Firstly, joined by Horn Wen Longren. G'day, Horn. Good day. How are you? And Gillian Ford, who has just given us yet another rendition of the lovely bells that ring near her house. G'day, Gillian. Good day. In fact, I think I could still hear the remnants in the background. Just slightly. Just slightly, yeah. <laughs> the slightly tinkling of the bell. So before we crack into this particular episode. As always, we continue to tinker with the format just to try and make sure we can fit all the updates in in a reasonable amount of time. So in this episode, you'll see a lot more of the headline information. So this is just the sort of one sentence about the thing. Um, With all these items, there are links in the show notes. We'll also have uh, about 20% of items that we talk about in a little more detail. And then a few that we go into super detail. That's kind of the balance we're trying to work with at the moment just to make sure we get through everything and keep the episode links to a reasonable level. So let's start by talking about the AWS Marketplace. A couple of headlines there. The AWS Marketplace Vendor Insights Security Profiles now includes FedRAMP authorization. And the Marketplace team is also thrilled to announce for our customers fine-grained seller permission access to AWS Marketplace Management Portal. Now, analytics. So Amazon Athena for Apache Spark now supports Apache Hootie, Apache Iceberg, and Delta Lake. And Amazon Athena for Apache Spark also supports custom Java libraries. So you can now include your own Java libraries and modules as jar files in Spark workloads to connect to different data sources and run advanced calculations using user-defined functions to perform feature exploration. You can also let Spark configurations in Athena for your sessions, such as to provide custom settings required by your Java packages to access AWS Glue catalogs across accounts to support data mesh-like design patterns. And some updates from Amazon QuickSight. So administrators can now access user-level cost and usage data for all user types in AWS billing cost and usage reports in a standardized format. And QuickSight now supports APIs to automate and accelerate assets deployment. QuickSight launches geospatial heat map for points on maps. And now for Redshift. So Amazon Redshift Serverless now supports query scheduling and single sign-on support. AWS Glue data quality is now generally available. I'm excited for that one for customers. Amazon EMR on EKS now supports Spark Operator and Spark Submit. AWS Glue Foray is now generally available. Yeah, that's an interesting one too. Amazon FinSpace with managed KDB insights is now generally available. And Amazon HealthLake capabilities help customers to meet interoperability-related ONC and CMS patient access rules. Topic break, application integration. Amazon SQS announces support for dead letter queue redrive via AWS SDK or CLI. 
command line interface. Dead Letter Queue Redrive is an enhanced capability to improve the Dead Letter Queue management experience for Amazon SQS customers. Now customers can use AWS SDK or CLI to move messages from the Dead Letter Queue to programmatically manage the lifecycle of their unconsumed messages at scale. Another win to automate all the things. Amazon Fraud Detector announces event orchestration with Amazon Event Bridge. And Amazon Managed Workflows for Apache Airflow MWAA now supports in-place version upgrades. Now let's talk about compute. So today, AWS Signer and Amazon ECR launched Image Signing, a new feature that enables you to sign and verify container images. You can now use Signer, a managed signing service, to validate that only container images you have approved are deployed in your Amazon EKS clusters. You can use container image signing to help ensure the use of approved images inside your organization, which can help you meet your security and compliance requirements. You can sign and verify container images anytime during the development or deployment phases. You begin by creating a signing profile, a unique AWS signer identity to cryptographically sign images in your repository with client-side tools. Signer manages the signing keys, rotates code signing certificates, provides audit logs, and stores the signatures alongside your images. Amazon EKS and Kubernetes customers can choose their preferred admission controllers like Gatekeeper or Caverno or develop their own tooling to help enforce image verification before deploying images. Up next, database. Amazon Document DB 5.0 now supports Amazon EC2 T3.medium and R5 instances. Announcing multi-region replication for Amazon Keyspaces for Apache Cassandra. Amazon Keyspaces for Apache Cassandra is a scalable, serverless, highly available, and fully managed Apache Cassandra compatible database service. Amazon Keyspaces now supports multi-region replication. Amazon Keyspace multi-region replication is a new capability that provides you with automated, fully managed, active-active replication across the AWS region of your choice. Love this one for the resiliency, especially for business continuity. RDS Custom for SQL Server lets you bring your own media. Amazon RDS for Oracle now supports converting instances to container database CDB architecture. Amazon RDS for Oracle now supports April 2023 release update for 21C. Some nice updates there. Let's do a quick update for the Internet of Things. AWS IoT Device Management has introduced Software Packaging Catalog to let you register, store, and report system software packages. And now the topic that everyone loves these days is machine learning. Amazon SageMaker Pipelines now supports selective execution, which helps you save time and infrastructure resource costs. Selective execution allows you to run your selected steps in a pipeline while avoiding to rerun the entire pipeline. You can try various configurations of runtime parameters such as instance type and count, you can select the steps in a pipeline and provide any past execution as a reference. And Amazon Lex introduces Test Workbench, which enables customers to author and execute test sets to measure bot performance and expedite bot development. Amazon Polly launches Lisa, which is a new Belgian-Dutch female neural 
text-to-speech voice. And Amazon SageMaker Canvas supports retraining ML models, automating prediction workflows on updated datasets. And SageMaker Automatic Model Tuning automatically chooses tuning configurations. Topic break for management and governance. Announcing a live tail in Amazon CloudWatch logs providing real-time exploration of logs. Now, this is pretty cool. We're excited to announce Amazon CloudWatch Log Live Tail, a new interactive log analytics experience feature that helps you detect and debug anomalies in applications. You can now view your logs interactively in real-time as they're ingested, which helps you analyze and resolve issues across your system and applications. LiveTail provides customers a rich out-of-the-box experience to view and detect issues in their incoming logs. Additionally, it provides fine-grained controls to filter highlighted attributes of interest and pause and replay logs while troubleshooting issues. Using LiveTail, DevOps teams can quickly validate if a process has correctly started, impact of configuration changes, or if a new deployment has gone smoothly. Amazon CloudWatch Log Live is available in all AWS commercial regions. Amazon CloudWatch Logs Data Protection Account Level Policy Configuration. Amazon CloudWatch Logs is excited to announce support for account level data protection policy configuration. You can now create data protection policy that will be applied to all existing and future log groups within your AWS account. Customers want to ensure sensitive data is detected and masked consistently across all their logs, especially for financial services and healthcare companies as well. With account level policies, customers will be able to protect their logs in a simplified and consistent way. Account log policy work in combination with log group level policies, allowing you to select patterns of sensitive log data to detect and protect broadly across all logs groups in an AWS account. AWS CloudTrail Lake now supports selective start or stop ingestion of CloudTrail events. Single region Terraform support now available for AWS Control Tower Account Factory, which is great for customers who use Terraform. AWS CloudFormation Stack Set skips suspended accounts for faster deployments. And also AWS CloudFormation Stack Set launches APIs to programmatic trust access with AWS organizations. AWS Control Tower increases account access configuration flexibility. AWS Config Advanced Queries support 30 new resource types. AWS Trust Advisor adds new checks for Amazon Elastic File System, EFS. And AWS Managed Microsoft Active Directory AD simplifies directory administrative tools access. Let's talk video, even though we're talking audio, into media services. Amazon Interactive Video Service introduces advanced channel types for flexible input encoding. You now have the option to create an Amazon Interactive Video Service IVS channel using the new Advanced HD or Advanced SD channel types in addition to the original basic or standard channel types. Similar to standard channels, advanced channel types provide multiple qualities of output allowing better playback quality across a range of devices and network conditions. Advanced channel types allow you to select transcode presets that are designed to match the multiple qualities of output to network performance and viewing devices. Advanced channel types allow you to select transcode presets that are designed to match the multiple qualities of output to network performance and viewing devices. The advanced channel types allow renditions to be capped at a maximum level, for example, HD 720p for advanced HD and SD 480p for advanced SD. 
Now, Amazon IVS is a managed live streaming solution that's designed to be quick and easy to set up. It's ideal for creating interactive video experiences. You send your live streams to Amazon IVS using the broadcast SDKs or standard streaming software like Open Broadcasting Service, OBS, and the service does everything you need to make low-latency live video available to any viewer around the world, letting you focus on building interactive experiences alongside the live video. Now for migration and transfer. So AWS announces the availability of AWS Snowblade for the U.S. Department of Defense Joint Warfighting Cloud Capability Contract customers. AWS Migration Hub Refactor Spaces now provides more flexibility routing with path parameters. AWS announces the general availability of AWS Database Migration Service Serverless, which automatically provisions and scales migration resources to make database migrations easier. With AWS Database Migration Service Serverless, you can replicate data across a wide variety of popular database and analytics engines and services such as Postgres, MySQL, Oracle, Amazon Redshift, Amazon DynamoDB, Amazon Aurora, and more. AWS Database Migration Service Serverless manages the undifferentiated heavy lifting of database migration work, minimizing the need for you to manually estimate, provision, monitor, and scale resources. You can now start your migrations within hours and save money by paying only for the data migration resources you use. And AWS Database Migration Service now supports enhanced homogenous migration capabilities. Now for a very important topic, security, identity, and compliance. AWS KMS now supports importing asymmetric and HMAC keys. You can now import asymmetric and HMAC keys into AWS Key Management Service, KMS, and use them within supported KMS-integrated AWS services and your own applications. Importing your own keys gives you direct control over the generation, lifecycle management, and durability of your keys. You can control the availability of your imported keys by setting an expiration period or deleting and re-importing them at any time. You have greater control over the durability of your imported keys because you can maintain the original version of the key elsewhere. These additional controls could help you meet your specific compliance requirement if you must generate and store copies of keys outside of AWS. Importing your own keys also allows you to simplify your key management by enabling you to move your asymmetric and HMAC keys and make them available through AWS KMS. This can be useful in a situation where keys need to exist in multiple environments, including hybrid, on-premises, and multi-cloud workloads. For example, you can import an existing RSA private key for application code or certificate signing into AWS KMS without affecting existing workloads. This lets you safely migrate workloads to AWS while expanding options on how you authorize audit, and protect your keys through AWS KMS. This new capability is available in all AWS region, including AWS GovCloud US regions. And last but not least, AWS WAF now supports header order match statement for request inspection. So we got through quite a lot there. And as a reminder, all of these items are linked in the show notes. You can just go there and click away and get all the detail you want. As ever, we always do love to get your feedback. Hon, how do people reach out to you? You can reach out to me on my Twitter handler at Solo underscore one. And Jillian, what about yourself? How do you receive feedback? Miss Jill Ford on Twitter. 
And I'm, of course, old school. AWS podcast at amazon.com via email is the way to do it. Or, of course, you can leave vocal feedback from our website. There's a link right at the top and also a link in the show notes. And as always, until next time, keep on building.